Holy shit. What? A new flu uh, with, what was the headline? So I'm going to stop you right there. I don't want to hear you when this goes. <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear the rest of this Oh, sentence. man, that's loud. <laughs> it's just super loud. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to hear the rest of that sentence, dude. New flu in China with pandemic. A new fucking... Possibility is what the headline was. <laughs> Holy shit, we're all gonna, we're all really gonna die. <laughs> like it's not even like a joke anymore. Are you it's recording? Just, this is yeah. This should be part of it, dude. <laughs> this, this is the beginning, like the, the mm-hmm. out of context clip that always plays at the beginning of podcasts yep. and videos. Now, exactly. Everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Everything, and welcome back to Better Radio, and this is on the Better Radio podcast feed. We're double dipping, you know, we like to get as much as we can out of every piece of content here. Just uh, like Naughty Dog. Just like Naughty Dog. We are joined today by Tamar Kutab. Tamar, how you doing? Hello, everyone. Good to see you again. Tamar, you, you are in Seattle. Um, I am. As, uh, yeah. Pretty dangerous. Yeah. Don't, uh... <laughs> is this the chop? What's what that? that? Is this the chop? The, the chop? chop. Oh, Do you guys the, watch the news? The Chaz, the chop, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the chop. The, no, oh, the, okay, yeah. the zone that was taken over. And, yeah. Yeah. This is it now time. already. It's just covered in vines. Yeah. A buddy mm. of mine got shot this morning. But honestly, mm. it's like freedom. You know, freedom's mm. worth the price of getting a bullet, you know? It's, yeah, it's a freedom. It's a privilege to be shot to death in an American city. Anyway, so we're here to talk about The Last of Us Part 2, um, which is very exciting. Of course, huge game for Naughty Dog, huge game for PlayStation, huge game for just all of us stuck at home uh, during this pandemic. Um, first, I guess, thoughts. Liam, what do you, you think of The Last of Us Part 2? Uh, so I don't like watching trailers to movies or mm-hmm. I don't like absorbing marketing for something that I know I'm going to have an interest in. Right. So I loved The Last of Us 1, right? I thought it was a great game. Mm -hmm. Maybe PS3's best game that I played. Okay. And so I knew for sure I was going to play The Last of Us 2, right? Uh, But I went into it completely blind. I had no expectations other than it's a Naughty Dog game and I've played all the Uncharted games and The Last of Us 1. So I'm like, it's probably going to be of a pretty high caliber. I was pretty so what are we are we spoiling are we what are um, we just give a, decide be like a vague overview at first okay and then sure sure so i again I, I didn't i have since now that i've been the game i've went and i watched a couple like e3 trailers and stuff and i'm every time i do this like you know and i sat uh through the uh avengers mm-hmm. like Endgame, right Mm-hmm. Again, I had no expectation. I'm going into the game completely blind. I've since looked at the E3 trailers and stuff, and I'm real. I'm I am only kind of emboldened in making that decision afterwards because I feel like if I had seen those trailers, I would have had a different expectation for what the game ended up being. And personally, uh, I was so taken for a ride. Right? I, it was so. I had no idea where it was going. I didn't know how long it was. I sure as shit didn't know it was as long as it was. And uh, I I just thought it was a joy, man. The the Like from the get-go, you, you play it and you're like, wow, nothing quite looks 
like this. No, no I'm not even talking about graphically, but like the animations. Mm-hmm. Everything's so goddamn smooth. Like it, it looks like art the whole time, mm-hmm. and it's a joy to play. Uh, I very quickly was taken by it, and I just kind of went went on a ride. I let it take me wherever it wanted. So, and what'd you give it? Um, one to ten. Um, a nine at least. Nine. Yeah. Between a nine and a ten, I I might I don't know. It's not like perfect. I don't think. Mm. Um, I but I also didn't think the first one was perfect either. Mm. I just think we didn't know what to expect from it, and it was so good in so many regards that people are like, "Oh, it's a masterpiece." And I think at the time it was fair, but Mm. now that we've played the Last of Us one already, going into the Last of Us two, you know, we we knew how good it could be, and I'd say it was at least at least as good as the first game and better in a lot of different regards but one came out in 2013 and one came out in 2020 so your expectations are different right thanks more what were your thoughts on the last of us part two yeah i mean i was somewhat along the same lines i um huge fan of the last of us one it's it's Mm. probably one of my favorite games of all time um probably like honestly like top three favorite Mm. games of all time um in no order um and but unlike liam i did watch a few of the like cinematic trailers i never watched the sort of the late in the game trailers that show you like you know plot points or or like you know quick cuts and stuff like that i just kind of watched the the cinematic ones like the very first one of of ellie playing guitar and you know almost the you know they they almost feel like non-canonical um so i felt like justified watching those um yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it. Once I started hearing like bad reviews from uh, people online, I <clears throat> was a little bit nervous. But to be honest, I always had had uh, uh, had faith in Neil Druckmann, and and I really did think he was gonna, you know, pull off a, a really, you know, a really strong story that would do series mm-hmm. justice. And I still I still believe that after I've you know beaten it and spent like over 30 hours in the world i i think it's right. yeah completely completely unique and um really like pushes pushes video games further in a way that we don't often see um yeah and i, I would probably give it like a nine or even like higher not you know it's not no, you know not perfect a high nine. perfect but yeah definitely a high nine right mm. right so for me um I really liked the game. I should say, like, in terms of, like, Liam was touching on the animations from moment to moment are absolutely incredible. Like, technically, this game is maybe maybe the greatest I've ever played. I haven't played Death Stranding. I know Death Stranding has, like, a million unique animations this for every possible. This game is better than Death Stranding. <laughs> just, just leave it I at can't that. say I haven't played Death Stranding yet. Sure. But, uh... It is. You know, I I like the world, a very bleak world, obviously, but a world that's like fun to spend twenty five hours in, not uh, not your whole life. That would suck if this is your real life. But uh, um, and I liked the story. I liked the story itself. For me, I thought it was not very well paced in the way that, I, you know, I can't go into spoilers until like a few minutes from now when we get into that section but 
I thought the pacing was bad in it. And it went from when I was about 10 hours into this is the greatest game I've ever played to like the last like seven-ish hours. I felt a little bit like I was just grinding to get through it rather than enjoying the game for itself. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, you can finish talking. Uh, I have some things to say. Well, yeah. Um, and that's obviously just for me. Like, I'm, I'm sure it didn't feel the same for everybody. Mm. But for me, that was enough to give it a 7.5 out of 10. So that's very ridiculous. good. <laughs> Bro, you don't play like you, you you're going to buy Madden again next year, too, I bet. Like, yeah, but I'm also like not, you fucking piece of shit. Like, I don't know what to I'm say. I'm also not rating. Like, <laughs> I'm not rating Madden. Dude, no one, this, no one should even, like, those, uh, yo, I don't want to, like, discredit your, I don't want to, like, discredit your opinion or, or Brian's, yeah, everyone's entitled to it. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I think it's important to be consistent with them. So, yeah. well, I'm also uh, excited that it's not just going to be, like, the three of us, you mm-hmm. know, like praising this game for like an hour i like it, <laughs> like, I like it a lot yeah i just thought there were certain things that were presented in a way that made it less compelling as an entire package for me i know you don't agree but yeah and i, I think that's like, fair i do think that's fair though you know like for me when i was playing it i was sitting there in a moment where i was just like i'm not really having fun anymore yeah you know, do you like, think that could have had something to do with the fact that you played it like five days straight for a podcast and you didn't really try? You didn't pace yourself. Do you think there's anything to do with that? I think if I didn't force myself to, so you, you said get it, you said it, force, yeah. Um, I would have been even less inclined to do it as a whole, hmm. if that makes sense. No, to me not, <laughs> but it doesn't. I mean, I don't like know. you're into. It's kind of like. When you're doing like a workout and you have like a bunch of different workouts in a circuit mm-hmm. and there's one thing you really hate, but you know, once you get past it, you'll probably be good to go for the rest of the thing, the rest of the workout. That's kind of how it felt at a certain point. I was like, oh, I don't like this, but I'm going to keep going because I want to see if it can get back to you know, the point where I was feeling before, like when I said, oh, this is like the greatest game I've ever played. I feel like we so, need specifics. Maybe we should get into yeah, spoiler territory. So, so that's, that's, you know, um, if we do end up clipping this as a non-spoiler thing, that, those are my thoughts. If you want to hear me elaborate and you finish the game, of course, or you don't give a shit and you didn't buy the game and you just want to hear what people think about it, um, check out the full-length episode on our channel and on Better Radio. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, pretty much any podcast service. All right. If you're still here, we're, we're going to spoil it. So mm-hmm. just, so you, just so you know. What do you, we should, let's talk about it uh, chronologically. You know, I guess we can mm. start off with, did you guys see the, you know, first big thing that happens in the game coming? Did you think that that was going to happen? No. So the big spoiler, obviously, again, here we go. Joel dies very early on, probably what, three hours into the game. If that, if you're bad, I feel like it, yeah, I know. I feel like it's yeah. like uh, yeah, about an hour in. An hour into it's actually it. pretty early on, depending on how you pace yourself. Mm. I I personally pace myself quite slowly throughout the whole yeah. game, just to kind of like really absorb everything. Mm. But yeah, it happens 
really early on and it sets the tone for the entire game very unexpected very brutal yeah so obviously when you start off the game you switch between joel and ellie just what you did in the first one but there comes a point where you switch to abby a completely new character Mm -hmm. you don't know her intentions whatsoever you just know she's with a group who's looking for somebody in jackson um and as you're playing with her you have some pretty like neat moments that overlap with ellie's like patrol that you've been playing and eventually she meets up with tommy and joel the fight their way through a really like scary horde very cinematic yeah like there's a one point where you're crawling like through a fence that's like like being downed by a bunch of the infected and it's scary yeah definitely as shit and uh you get through that you get back to the lodge um tommy and joel like say hey you guys can stop by jackson if you need supplies whatever and then uh abby and her friends beat the shit out of tommy shoot joel in the leg with the shotgun yeah it's memorable in in a way where it's like you know how like the most exciting parts of your life like make that like the imprint in your brain like that's how i feel about that scene like i only played it once i only have seen it visually once but it's like Mm it's like stuck there you know it's like the like the mic you know the microseconds of like then this you know he said this and then they said that and then like it just happened and well yeah then again they they do show it they technically show it twice when once you're you know down the road you're in Abby's perspective and and I'm glad that they did that but yeah I yeah I mean we probably shouldn't go like beat by beat because it's a yeah, long ass yeah. game. But no, like, a, no, no, I mean, but I think that's a good place yeah. to start talking. It's so early Definitely. on, like yeah. You... yeah, I will say Joel had a pretty badass line where he's like, "Go on, say what you've been rehearsing and get it over with." Mm. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah." Did you um? This guy's a badass. Gonna die. Crazy. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking badass. Uh, yeah, I like that he had in death. Like he didn't like, you know, fold. I don't know. It was Joel. Like, yeah, you're uh, Joel to the end. You got to respect yeah. that, even yeah. like when you can see it in a character, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I think probably a good. D- did you guys have a problem with that? Because I feel like a lot of controversy no. with the game was a lot of people had a problem yeah. with that, and then they yeah. they totally wrote the game off past that point. Right. I think yeah. for me it works because it's like, what in that moment you're like, I don't know why he's getting killed. But I know at the very least what Joel did at the end of the last game and what he hinted at doing mm-hmm. in other parts of the game, such as when like the guy's pretending to be hurt and to get their attention and then shoots sure. at them. And you know, he kind of implies that he's done the same thing in the past. So it's mm-hmm. like, Joel has dark history. Joel has screwed people over. He's killed people. Mm-hmm. He probably had this coming as sort much as way. you hate yeah, to say yeah, it, definitely. you know? Even no. at that point when you didn't know exactly what he was getting killed for, yeah. it was for me like, okay, he definitely had this guy. This isn't just some some people in the middle of winter came to Wyoming to track him down yeah. and kill mm-hmm. him. Like, I, sorry to... No, yeah. Um, I want to mention one thing that's actually before this that'll mm-hmm. just connect real quick. I just assumed that these people were in retribution. I know it's like it's a mystery, but the game's first scene is amazing. And it's forgotten by most people. It's mm-hmm. literally Joel playing the guitar and telling Tommy what he did. He, yeah. 
like mm. it's a moment that I thought we might have got like six hours into this game, <laughs> but it's the first fucking scene. Yeah, and just so I can jump into it. Yeah, it's all. It was so like, oh my god! I was like, no shit! This is I've waited yeah. years to <laughs> see how people react to this. Yeah. I never would have thought it was we were getting it so off the bat, and like they, they didn't have to do that, but they knew they had other things to tell you, and mm -hmm. I, that's what I really liked about it. But when you know, within like an hour or so, we're seeing him get beaten to death i just assumed like okay it's probably something to do with the fact that joel is like this in-universe super villain because he damned humanity mm. you know? right. did that for you guys work did you like uh that that was the ultimate reason that yeah uh, definitely yeah he deserved to die yeah. because of it I think. yeah ultimately i did like that because mm. you know i mean my, my bigger point is that you know it's called the last of us part two and and mm -hmm. the, you can never make this game without a part one it's mm. like the perfect you know, you have this setup of this this guy who's righteous in his own mind, and I'm sure mm -hmm. a lot of fathers would make this same choice of like save Definitely. their daughter and damn the mm -hmm. world. Yeah. But it is ultimately, if you look at it from a wider perspective, it's like really fucked up. And you know, he mm -hmm. could have, they could have, you know, saved the world essentially. And to to move on from that and not be like, okay, the second game is about Joel. Um, you know trying to like right this wrong or just like dealing with con you know mm. it's it's not really his story you know it's all about it's it's about mm. ellie and it's mm. i don't know i just thought that was just the the right move yeah i really really like uh how you just said um tomorrow like how joel is like righteous in his own mind because mm. like i really feel like that's the whole point of the last of us is like terrible things happen between people that think they're good people mm -hmm. you know and and it, it, it especially with this game mm -hmm. like you know it, it you'll you'll hate someone until you that this the game is trying to like teach you that if everyone understood where people were coming from things wouldn't be what they are i think mm -hmm. like that's the like i know that there's the a story but the b story like subtext was really what was more interesting to me just as mm -hmm. what the game was trying to say mm -hmm. oh yeah no think, exactly uh, yeah yeah Oh, go ahead, yeah, Brian. All right, yeah. Um, I think there are definitely a few like heavy themes. Like, th I think the f biggest theme of um, the Last of Us Part One is what what do you what would you do for the people you love? Um, and then this one is kind of what would you do to avenge the people you love, mixed in with revenge ultimately destroys the person taking the revenge out on people you know it burns yeah. you up well, yeah. both morally and in abby's case like she lost all of her friends mm -hmm. you know like so did ellie ellie yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like, i mean it's like um the old sure. like you know classic story uh of like an eye an eye for an eye makes the world mm -hmm. blind it's just you know to me it was like just such such a you know, like what what other game does that? I, I wouldn't even call Absolutely. like The Last of Us like fun necessarily, but <laughs> yeah, I mean the right. co the combat and, and you know a lot of like yeah, stuff can is be fun, super sure. fun. But like when you set a trap down and someone runs into it and blows yeah. up, you're like, fuck yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm a badass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but ultimately, like the story is just it like it's such a deep narrative that like I have really never experienced in any other game where you are. A player on both sides you're you're mm. in control of this you know you're like you know yeah. abby you're trying to like kill um 
kill Ellie at the end, and I'm just like, mm. I don't want to hit fucking square. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to hit Ellie. Fuck? Yeah, yeah like, there's a point in that uh, battle yeah. where I got stabbed and died, and I was like, all right, well, this is the end, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I thought that too. I was like, all right, so I have to do it. I can't just die. Yeah. 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 I'm really happy, you, again, you said it, like that's more because, like, again, I, there's a lot of people that are online, and like, people say, like, oh, the story is not as good as the first one. And I'm like, mm. dude, this story is way better than the first one's story, in my mm. opinion. The f- first one's story is like very straightforward, there's yeah. not much. There's not much beyond the narrative you're getting. And it's a very, very good and compelling narrative, mm-hmm. but it's very secular. Where this, you get the A story, and fine, there's problems with the A story, but like the B and the C, the layers of the story that the first game doesn't have are way stronger, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, the first game is is very tight, you know? You, like the first scene and the last scene, they it mm-hmm. just comes full circle, with, you know, mm-hmm. the father-daughter relationship and sort of mm-hmm. like, you know joel you know traveling across the country in this like awful world and him like Mm. trying to you know salvage this like relationship that he lost Mm. um whereas this one it's it's yeah it's just so much more complex and like Mm. yeah as a player you know like it it, (laughs) i can't like i can't even like really like overstate it but it, it has a as something in this medium of, of video games where you're controlling things, where you're the player, it plays with like ethics and like all of these things mm-hmm. that are just like so complicated as far as, you know, like the human experience. And mm-hmm. I just think it's so brilliant for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you really need like an interactive medium of like something that is like granular like this, where it's like 20, 25 hours mm-hmm. to like, like what, what, medium makes you feel empathy like this you know so i think what this game reminded me of in a sense a little bit is the um song of ice and fire books where you're Mm. seeing all these things happen from everyone's different perspective yeah and you're understanding everyone's motivations and how everyone's actions affect Mm. everyone else i think other than a book i don't think you can even well like maybe a tv a movie, show but, like a tarantino yeah. film you know i guess with like a bunch of different like i, I just mean like you're having like a, a, a tangible effect i guess mm-hmm. and like you know you see joel like was flawed to his core but i was sad to see him die you know what i mean and i thought like i was like, okay okay that gives you immediacy let's we should probably start moving the story so i'll do it this way but you know that that is such an immediate Okay, fuck it. I don't really care what the anything else going on in this world is. I have a mission. I want to avenge <laughs> the character I care yeah. about. And you're and, and then that, you, as a player, that's what you're feeling right in that moment. Yeah, yeah. And then, then the game it goes on for so long. I don't know about you guys, but like it wasn't very long into this adventure that Ellie embarks on, where I'm like, this isn't worth it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was, just, which is what I think the game. Like, I mean, so again, when you, you play as Abby halfway through the game, right? If I had played as Abby, if they had done something like, Brian, I know I talked to you about this. Mm-hmm. One of your gripes were, at least initially, was that you thought the stories should have interconnected and you, like, it would go from, like, a sequence of Ellie, then Abby, and, like, pancake like that. At least I, more frequently and at least more, like... Because Ellie had, had such a big impact on, or Abby had such a big impact on Ellie's story and motivation. I would have liked to see mm. Ellie, what you play as Ellie, 
interacting and motivating Abby. Yeah, so, I wonder and, if they know, tried that. I, I think that would be really cliche. And I, here's why. I think that, sure, it would have been easier to follow, right? If there was these stories overlapping and whatever. But I needed to go through all of Ellie's mission. Realize it was frivolous. Realize everything that she's doing is stupid and not worth the end objective to even consider hearing out the girl that bashed Joel's head in. But by the time I had finished Ellie's campaign, I'm like, fuck it, I'll hear her out. Like, and I got to see. And then the game, I've never felt like, uh, there's a game called Spec Ops The Line. And there's a sequence in that game that makes you feel guilt, like real guilt. And Mm -hmm. I'm playing with this dog as Abby that I had just used a landmine maybe four hours before to blow up in a hospital. And I'm playing catch with it. And I'm like, this is maybe the most fucked up thing I've ever done. Because, like, this was an enemy four hours ago that I lured into a fucking landmine and watched it blow up. And I heard someone scream, right. bear. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm fucking playing with it. It's like, catch it, go fetch, bear. Like, there's no other thing that can, like, mm-hmm. really make you feel guilt like that. Because you know you killed that dog. You didn't, maybe right. you didn't even have to. Maybe you could have avoided it. You're mm-hmm. questioning that the whole time. You know? Can. Yeah, no, you can't the avoid it. The dog will find you. Yeah, no, no matter what. Um, I bet you could have avoided. No, but it, it's it's the like the physical pressing of the buttons, being in control. That's you can't. Yeah, you can't mimic that with any other medium. And in a sense, you could like you could, you know, time jump in like a, a, a movie or a TV show. And you know, granted, in like a series, like a full season, you can get a lot of storytelling done, and you could potentially tell something with with this same theme but i do i don't believe it would have the same effect because you wouldn't be controlling both sides Mm. so brian i know you you do you still argue for like a more interconnected story oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) i i know i know like the themes the writing the minute to minute story is very good the to have the story climax and then to rip it away and restart the game at that moment is, in my opinion, very bad writing and Ugh. very bad pacing. And it it I like killed that. a lot of the enthusiasm I had while playing. Um, yeah, because there was another yeah. game in a, in a game and you're like, I thought I wanted to be done. I, you know, it you wasn't wanted to I wanted rush to be through it. Done. That's it on just, you. Like, why can't you admire the fact that like the game gives you an entire game with like an arc that you should have been like I th- I was able to figure out by the time it takes the control away from you and then it forces you into a whole new game right a whole new game that could have been the Last of Us Part Three and then it you do yeah, that I'm like not, I'm not playing the Last of Us Part Three I'm playing Last of Us Part Two yeah but you gotta like I thought I was <laughs> and then all of a sudden well, I wasn't yeah, Part Two yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I'd rather I would personally take the thing that pushes the boundary and pushes the envelope and gives me something that I authentically was surprised and amazed that they gave me uh, over like, I don't know, I've seen a story intercut like that a hundred times. And I, I, I think it would have been it would have felt so fucking long if you played at day one. It felt very long. But if you went from a day Seattle day one to Seattle day one to Seattle day two to yeah. Seattle day two to Seattle day three, it would have felt, I think, even longer because you would have gone to an arc at the end of day one. And that, or, you know, I just, yeah, I, I, yeah. I definitely, I, I can't, I can't agree. I think I, it just, yeah. it, 
I don't know, what Brian. What do you think of Abby? Abby yeah, is fine. Thing. She's interesting. Yeah. I like how she's jacked, and okay. obviously I like lifting weights, so I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, yeah, I like that aspect too. Like, I, you don't see that very often where there's a female character just being like a brawler yeah. and fucking smashing infected yeah. heads like yeah. over her knee. Like, I liked that. And I, I enjoyed, when I think back on Abby's story, I enjoyed playing it. For sure. I enjoyed her, you know, adventure. I just didn't enjoy getting to the climax of one story. It felt like, to me, like reading a book and getting to the last chapter and then putting the book down and reading another book, you know? And it's just like, wow, I would never do that, you know? And the fact that I'm being forced to do that, especially because they had very little interaction you know there was really no other than the one scene well i think that's um that's the point though like yeah i think that's like kind of it's like you don't really you don't know your enemy because you could just you make this assessment like he killed Mm. or she killed him she's bad you don't know the other side of the story and and it, it it sort of it plays with it you know it being a game in itself where you're killing people and all of these people, assumably, have storylines, have their own fucking lives. They've survived the apocalypse and gotten mm-hmm. here. And yet you, like, kill them and then, like, you know, their teammates, like, whistling for them. And it's, like, mm-hmm. that's their fucking friend. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, so, like, the fucking, yeah. like, dogs. Like, that's just mm-hmm. goddamn brutal. But right. I, I, I will <laughs> say, Brian, like, I had the same exact feeling. I literally had that thought when, you know, it cuts to black halfway through then you have to you know you play abby and in Mm. my head i was like oh my god this better just be like one scene and then Mm. and then i realized it was like you know day one i had no i had like you know one gun and i had to like build up everything and level Mm. up and all that and in my head i was like fuck you uh i see (laughs) i see all the wild reviews are bad now and i was ready to dismiss it Mm. but as it went along and i would say one of the turning points for me was um, meeting uh, uh, Lev and um, mm. his sister. I forget her name, but Yara. Yeah, like that yeah. scene is actually my favorite uh, scene in the game as far as just mm. the most excitement. You know, I, I love like so the ending cool. and stuff, but like yeah. as far as just like you're thrown into this, you kind of don't like this character because she killed your fucking like favorite character mm. from the first game. No, but at the same time you don't want her to hang in this moment you know it's like you don't yeah you're actually on her side by then and then it just cinematically goes into this like chase scene with the scars who you've been or maybe i should call them seraphites i don't know yeah right, right. <laughs> i feel bad even just saying that <laughs> but like you know and then you're they're, they're all dead it doesn't matter yeah well it's like you've been killing these people yeah. and then all of a sudden you're teaming up with them and you realize there really are no no real sides or at least mm. just they're these human constructions that mm. have, like you know so i think for me that was one of the things that the game didn't necessarily stick the landing on was um the game has a lot to do lot to do with tribalism and has a lot to do with how easy it is to ostracize and villainize another group um but ellie doesn't see the seraphites that much and when she does they're more of a confusing side Mm -hmm. thing that you have no context for 
that you get on text with Abby for. Yeah. Um, I think that's the point. No, yeah, but I think I wish there was more overlap for Ellie too. Because when you play, then you're just like, okay, this is, they're just like a random religious right. group. That's what she says. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's off-putting for Ellie, but it also ultimately doesn't matter for Ellie. Like she never runs into them again after she kills like them a few times in her story. She moves on. She has a confrontation with Abby. She get you know she gets left to leave, and they never come up again in Ellie's story. So I just think they could have done a better job of incorporating this three faction like war a little more into the main storyline of the game rather than making it the primary focus of just the back half of the game. Doesn't that like add to the theme though a little bit more? Like the idea that like you have these people and because you're in a place where you shouldn't be as Ellie, you know, you're in someone's home and you're killing them. So Well you're not even in there like they're supposed to be just on their island, right? So you're in the wolf's territory, and so are the, you know. And there's never any chance but of you what I, like what I mean is like they, reasoning they with them or playing off the two groups against each other. As you know, it's just kind of their individual entities within. But would Ellie her have cared? Was that? But Ellie wasn't there for the Seraphites. You know what I mean? She mm. was there to hunt this person. She had one objective, and everything was else was kind of like second to that. Mm. And I think. I think, and again, another reason as to why I think the narrative only works in the way that they gave it is when you retroactively get all this context, who people are, you know, who are the people that you've already killed and interacted with. Now, Mm -hmm. Ellie, if you want, like, Ellie to have some, like, the only way Ellie would have, like, had to care about the Seraphites is if they kidnapped her or something, and then she had, like, a six-hour side story that has nothing to do with her story. And I think the way that they're handled in her story makes the way they're handled in, you know, Abby's story, you know, makes sense. Like, these people don't know who Ellie is. Ellie's an outsider. Ellie has no understanding or appreciation of these politics. She's, you know, she's coming in. She's got this one objective. She just sees anyone here as an enemy that's that's violent. And Ellie's not... You know, she's not there to learn the history of these people. And if you, I'm sure there are notes that add some kind. Con- I know there are. That, that right. well, some con- yeah, that's part of the thing, too. Her finding out history is almost entirely the FDR or whatever it's called. Um, and they're like a group that doesn't even exist anymore. And then a little bit of like wolf, early like wolf stuff. Yeah, but like that's that's important because that's the history. You know, you can appreciate mm-hmm. where these characters are coming from when you see where they've come from yeah i mean i can see the instinct on brian's end to like yeah incorporate that earlier on in the story but i think because the game is so long you kind of achieve that in abby's end and because her character is much more intermingled in, in that warfare and the two sides and it's basically accomplished but i yeah i mean it's it's tough because it kind of it blurs for me a little bit as far as like how many times you fight the seraphites as Ellie and sort of like yeah I mean they're they're kind of in the background 
Yeah. But even like, you know, toward the end, not to jump to the end too soon, but like when you're in that third, you know, in Santa Barbara, you see this, this other faction. Um, there's the really, members, yeah. yeah, like they're truly fucked up and you can tell. Um, and I think that's sort of how Ellie views the scars and that's kind of how you're supposed to as the player like you feel this inherent righteousness as the, as the player like anything you kill is like it's just part of your you know it's in your way and you got to get to your ultimate goal um so they set up the seraphites as this like thing that's just it, it's going to be annoying because she's gonna have to like kill these people but you know they're, they're slightly in the way um their lives don't really matter because they're like they're weird and they are you know they hang people or whatever Mm. i thought they didn't necessarily give the seraphites any bit of a redemption or glimpse into like the day-to-day lives of the people living there Mm because they did that a lot with the wolves um right but like what you see with the Seraphites is like Yara goes back and has to, or yeah, he goes back with Abby to try to save Lev who ends up getting his face all cut up from his mom. Who's like, you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. damn, this group is really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I wish they did more to, humanize the seraphites in a similar way to how they humanize the um the wolves right they really only do it with like the um art direction you know like Mm, the the, yeah yeah, you know i guess in a way it's it's sort of the same mechanic that they use where like you know when you start off the game as ellie you're walking through jackson you're seeing these like gardens and stuff jump Mm. to abby you do you literally go through the same motions and you literally have Mm. to like pick up you know press the triangle to like pick up a round object in this case snowball you know they mirror all this Mm. stuff they don't really do that that, do that with the seraphites but it's i think somewhat implied with like sort of the 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 way the the camp is set up but you but you don't really get a glimpse of that you you're just like killing people like usual i mean there's i think there's a good a fair amount of like environmental storytelling when you're going through the village and you're like you see all these people that they're afraid there's a group coming and yeah and the dialogue too you know you see like and you know you're an enemy to those people so you're not gonna get like a compassionate like you know you're carrying with you like someone that was like is ostracized from that community Mm -hmm. and you've killed a ton of those people um i don't think yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think they needed more context because from like the notes, like I don't know how many of those you read, but like you get the history, you can figure out what it is, and it, it, it's a, it's a commentary on religion, and I bet, to be honest with you, there probably was more about mm-hmm. them that that like that they, like there's one conversation you're having with Lev, uh, as you're I think like right after the awesome terrifying environmentally scary bridge sequence yeah and he's just talking about it's like it wasn't this way you know our prophet like never killed it we didn't start killing anyone until our prophet died Hmm. and if you just like what that's trying to say well that's not that's not he says like our prophet didn't kill anyone i was like yeah she did let she killed she bombed soldiers and like killed 
our people. So maybe maybe Lev doesn't know, but I don't think that's what they say. No, it is. hundred percent. I, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that Lev says our prophet uh, preached nonviolence, and after they die, those people start killing and started. Yeah, Lev says it wasn't until uh, she died that well, I think uh, that's, they started committing yeah. crimes, and that's the that's what the, that's what the point is. That they're trying to get across. Like, well, yeah, I think the point is like is now. It's not what it was supposed to be. Right. Well, I think the point that you know that you guys because I don't really remember quite um, what it was either, but I think you know it it speaks to the bigger point of like neither of these people were there. They're like young mm-hmm. and stuff, and they weren't there for the. Um, the you know outbreak day or whatever it's called um they're just they're understanding things from their own sides and they're like for the first time like ever they're kind of hearing things out from the other side and there's mm-hmm. you know, none neither of them know for sure um you know and they're both gonna like defend both their sides yeah, yeah. they're right but yeah i think like the point of them is to show that like even good can be manipulated by bad and like well yeah like the, the if, 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 if it's like you practice the, these the sacrifice are definitely yeah but that's the point posed not, as a group of people who maybe aren't the best people like yeah but to them they're probably good people and that's like the i mean they they killed they wanted to they sent out like a straight up horde to chase Yara and Lev because Lev Ellie decided kills like an Lev wanted to be a guy people. instead of <laughs> well, here's the thing no, not a single person in the story is a good person you yeah to it, the window. right that's the that's the general like for me that's the theme the, the theme for the entire like franchise which carries mm. heavily into this game is that Joel saves Ellie but he's really like he's he's damning the world and he's damning her because he's keeping her in this world. And that's what we see pan out in this mm-hmm. game is like this fucked up thing where she's, she's following in, in his footsteps, like killing people. And like, um, it's just, it's a fucking cruel world. And, mm-hmm. um, he, he threw her into it, into that. And, and yeah, it's, I think it's, that's the whole point. It's like, it's fucked up on both ends there's mm. definitely some good and some like humanity still left in people yeah. but like you know if you want to get revenge you've got your reasons but then you're just gonna like fucking mm. continue the like cycle right i think like i said, i i just think the seraphites had the least nuanced portrayal um obviously lev is transgender they want to kill lev for that and for mm-hmm. refusing to be like given as a wife to one of the like higher ups right. and the lev's like what like 13 at most mm-hmm. you know like there was just it maybe it was cut out for time because the game already you know for some people felt long you know in the mm-hmm. tooth and maybe it would have felt too long to to have that all but i i don't know i think it goes back a little bit to what I was saying where I, th- I wish the stories had more interaction with each other because then maybe you could have worked in ways for Ellie to interact with the Seraphites that wasn't just, oh, okay, the person here, kill them, move on, you know? Mm. I disagree, but my, my like, to again, to, uh, like, to more hit on it, but the... You know, I needed to realize Ellie 
was as evil as everyone else, and I only could do that by the like 12 hours of gameplay you have up front. And when that story ends and Abby's begins, I was at a point where I didn't really think any of these characters deserved to live. You know, if yeah. Ellie died, that's fine. It's not like at this point, like she's a fucking serial mass murderer. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I didn't want her to die. I definitely didn't want I didn't, her to die. No, but, no, no. But I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, like, it didn't really feel like I was being taken from that ending and put into another game. It felt like I was getting the full understanding of the ending, and they needed to flip it that way. And I was only gonna appreciate that side of the story mm-hmm. when I realized Ellie was evil. Mm-hmm. And it took those twelve hours up front for me to even want to hear Abby out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it's a little unfair to be like, Ellie's this horrible mass murderer when ever, pretty much every game, like the main character kills like right. a thousand people. So yeah, the context like... in this universe is <laughs> yeah. it's worth killing all these people for one life. That is bad, especially if it's done in revenge. Right. Like, well, that's my yeah. That's Brian. That's totally my point. It's like this plays with the medium in a way that's like that really makes you think as a fucking as a gamer as like a player where it's just like you you can't i mean we kill people all the fucking time and it's so casual in video games including the goddamn like you know yeah and and obviously uh, in our daily lives but, um, <laughs> but you know in the last was the first one it's like like kind of what you were saying earlier Liam. it's like it could have been revenge for like literally anyone that Joel had killed it was mm-hmm. it was coming and that's yeah. what this game kind of makes you think about where it's like maybe I shouldn't just like kill every single person in this area and then move on maybe I should like like try and hide and, and get away you know but I also wanted to find all of the like the um the the pages and all of the like cards so I ended up mm. killing most people just so I could explore the map but <laughs> right yeah just get them out of the way but I felt bad about it <laughs> Could um, we talk about Abby a little bit? I just feel like we definitely hit Ellie pretty hard. Uh, so, and again, I think Abby's story is better than Ellie's. And I think there's a lot more nuance to it, a lot more character. I mean, there are characters, mm. but there's a lot more like history and and there's a lot more just going on than a simple revenge story. You have like a revenge story you have like the you have the after effect of a revenge story, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, by the end of the game, you know, uh, you know, Abby or Ellie are gonna duke it out. I wasn't sure how it was gonna go. I knew if it was gonna, if they were, if Abby was ever gonna get her hands on Ellie, she'd just fucking like snap her. But like, I, right. I, I knew that there was gonna, like, probably be, you know, I, I didn't know what was gonna happen, which was engaging, like you know, until the end, because I was like, mm-hmm. I. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know what way I want it to go. Right. At this point. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so my, when, so one of the few changes that I would make, and this was like my first thought during the scene, but when at the end of Abby's arc, uh, when you, when you, when you are basically, you know, fighting Ellie in the basement of the theater, in my head, I was like, I really wish that they had switched back to Ellie at this point, because mm-hmm. then you have that perspective of like, mm-hmm. as the player, you're like, fuck, I don't want to kill this person. I know Ellie does with all of her mm-hmm. fucking heart. And in her mind, this is why she's here. But mm-hmm. as a player, I don't know if I want to. I actually wanted the game to switch back 
it would be like you know like you've just spent literally three chapters with this person and now we're just going to pull you out and like put you back into like the perspective that i know you've wanted to play this whole time mm. but like now you don't want to kill this person and then uh then obviously with like the i guess you call it epilogue which is like literally like mm. two hours longer i understood why they kept it in abby's perspective because they wanted that last payoff but like yeah that was that was one of the one of the few changes that i definitely would have made as far as like story arc personally uh I thought playing as Abby uh, when you're like chasing Ellie mm-hmm. around is like some of the most memorable gameplay I've ever I've, <laughs> I experienced this generation because I'm like, like you said earlier, I don't hit square. As like, man, I am, this is so intense. And, and you, you watch Ellie and you watch her act way smarter than any of the other AI in the oh, game. Yeah. And Setting she's doing things that like you taught her, like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And now you're going against her and she's the hardest enemy in the game. And it's like, I thought it was neat as how mm. to, for them to do it that way, because it like, it made me feel more than it would have made me feel if I just saw Ellie kill Abby at that point. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was Oh yeah, no, intense, I, I thought, it, you know, I definitely, you know, I wouldn't have rewritten this sort of like Abby lets her live. I just think it would have been interesting to be in, in, um, more in Ellie's perspective, even though you're at that point, you kind of, you know, both their perspectives, but I think as a player, I think it would have been really interesting to, to be in back in um, Ellie's after all of this, like setup of like, fuck now I don't know which side I want to win or if any, you know. Could have been, it would have been cool if they had like maybe done like five switch ups in like two minutes. <laughs> and you just had like a really like back and forth between punches or something like really cinematic. So you don't, you don't really know how it's gonna go. Yeah, no, I, actually, I, I actually think we should have uh, jumped Tommy um, for five days before we yeah. played through him again. Yeah, just do some like fucking. <laughs> it becomes like sniper elite the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I, I do kind of get back to. I, I really would have liked to have seen point more again. of uh, Tommy's. No, I feel like if it, if it went backwards again, I would have like thrown my controller <laughs> through the yeah. television. Well, yeah, it's I, funny I that you mentioned that because <laughs> this is the first time we've mentioned any of the side characters by name, really. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I personally, this is this is where the game of the things that the game did. I think they didn't get me as engaged to care about. Like, I don't hmm. really yeah. care about the girl that uh, the pregnant one. Who's uh, Ellie's... Oh, like, Dina. Tina, Dina? Mm-hmm. I didn't really care that much about her. I didn't really oh, understand. I like Dina. Yeah, I liked her a lot, too. Did you? She's hot, yeah. but, like, I... I she was just, like, down to, like... She went on this whole thing to help Ellie. But, like, yeah. revenge. Because Ellie's... She loves Ellie. She's, yeah. like... Like, she knew Ellie for, like, a... Like, didn't her and Ellie's relationship start, like, the night before? No, they, no they've lived yeah. with each other for years. Yeah, it says, yeah. It, it, says it in the journal. Like, um, it, so during the flashbacks, you can go into Ellie's journal and read, like, what she's written in her journal at that time. That and there time. are, like, yeah, there are there are things where it's, like, you know, because she has, like, a girlfriend in one of the journals, mm-hmm. or she, at least, like, you know, someone who she's, yeah, like, kind of hooking artist. up with. Yeah, yeah and, and but she does, like, mention Dina. <clears throat> like, I think there's, like, a jealousy. But so I do think, yeah, a lot of these characters, like, you know, I forget, you know, Dina's baby daddy. Like, th- yeah, they're all, like, friends Jess. slash, mm-hmm. like, you know, they're all, like, growing up together. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I yeah, I on that note, Liam, I definitely, Jesse was sort of the character that I was, like, 
damn, I didn't want him to die, but I also like if if I had to pick a character out of anyone in this building, it would probably be him because like I just didn't have the biggest. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, sure. he should have. Like, he he didn't, I didn't have like, the biggest connection. Had him save Tommy from getting killed by Abby, like in that section of the game. Yeah, that was a good like, point when you said that. Because because Jesse and Ellie have this moment where they're like, there are two paths right now. We can go to save Tommy. We can go to try to find whoever this Abby girl is. Mm-hmm. Jesse has to go try to save Tommy. But then it doesn't come up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like you throw Tommy into the water with Lev's help, and that's it. I guess, presumably, Jesse sees him in the water and, like, yeah, they should have... helps him out of the water, like, yeah, off screen. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it should have been a more, like, such Abby admire, is yeah. about to kill Tommy and Jesse stops it somehow. Yeah. And they get separate, yeah. you know? No, that's, that's definitely... such a minor you know. thing, but, like, totally fair. Like, mm-hmm. definitely. Because then it's like, yeah, see, if Jesse had listened to Ellie and gone, Tommy would have died right then. Yeah. yeah. You know? But, even, but I would say beyond Jesse and, like, the pregnant woman, mm-hmm. I who, like, I don't think you're supposed to, like, really love her because Abby doesn't really, like, like her too much or there's mm-hmm. some animosity there but yeah beyond those two characters i i really like mel. yeah mel. oh yeah mel yeah um beyond those two i really liked all of the side characters i loved mm-hmm. um the, the guy who lives in the, owen. yeah owen yeah. i thought he was amazing like uh, like really amazing performance too, yeah, yeah. i guess i was talking about um like the cast in the theater Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, but I, I really, really loved all of Abby's side characters as we were going mm-hmm. through the story with them. And I especially loved Owen's like, just being like, I'm, I'm done with this. Like, yeah. I can't like totally. fucking go totally. through this totally. killing and having mm-hmm. my friends killed anymore. I yeah. need to just leave. I think yeah. it's funny with uh, Mel that like, you know, you're not supposed to like her, but it's kind of like when you watch Breaking Bad, and like. <laughs> You know, Walt's doing all these terrible things. Oh, Skyler, no. Bri- Fuck Skyler it, no. brings it up. <laughs> she's but so like, much better than Scott. No, I just, I, just, I just mean, like, um, all Mel is worried about is her child. And she's oh, yeah, going to no. be around someone that she sees as a fucking psychopath. Oh, yeah, no. I, like, Mel's intentions make all the yeah. sense in the world. Yeah. I just, like, You should know. say, like, also, Owen's a terrible person for sleeping with Yeah, Abby. also, Owen did do that, which was, like, <laughs> yeah. during all of this. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Owen, no. They could, I could have honestly, t- yeah. like, didn't really need that, but, like. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, uh, we, we were just talking about the sex scene, I guess, and how hot yes, it was. Yes, the sex scene. Fucking awesome. I feel like Scored that's just like that. should have been interacted. Literally, <laughs> Neil Druckmann just being like, HBO shows always have sex scenes, mm-hmm. and this is like as good as an HBO show, but we're lacking <laughs> like sex scenes. <laughs> yeah, this should be like the original God of War, where you would just press like yeah. X over and over each thrust. Yeah. Red orbs go flying off the back. Like, if yeah. you don't please Abby enough, you fail the, the oh, scene. Owen's perspective? No, <laughs> yeah. I want to. I want to play a the only time it goes to Owen's perspective. <laughs> oh, that'd be so bad. Yeah, I think they they probably could have taken that out, and it wouldn't affect have affected it too much, or they could have replaced it with some moment with between them that was just you know very clear that they still had some feelings or at least some like strong friendship but yeah it just made me like dislike most of those characters more like it is because like like owen especially because like he's like with a woman that he's supposed to be fathering the child of yeah it's bad it's and bad it's like, like and like the apocalypse yeah and she's like 
I just it's I don't know. It did. Yeah, it made me not like Owen as much. It, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't like. I didn't. I don't know. I mean, I think there's like a moral thing to sleep with someone that's in a relationship with someone else. So mm-hmm. it made me like think poorly in Abby in that regard. Cause like she knows Mel. Yeah, and like, he's drunk too. Yeah, she's sober. I just, it just the whole scene felt kind of gross to me, and I was just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Can we just go back to killing people that have names? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause I know that had a lot of heat on it too. That scene. Right. That's what so I was trying. Yeah, it's pretty hot. Yeah. yeah, people were mad for whatever reason. Yeah. See, th- those reasons I think are dumb. Uh, from like um from a like a storytelling perspective mm. it felt a little bit like i said like a sort of we're trying to be legit like an hbo show um you can have abby have sex with someone just have it have her have sex with someone that like, like a clicker or something you know it's <laughs> really gross <laughs> i know they're fucking like disgusting and like the graphics have gone so good that they're just so like, good viscerally you, so nasty yeah, got like what dicks hanging of? out the uh, hospital sequence like oh, ground zero yeah dude oh. that honestly i thought that was like personally i thought it was so harrowing like just considering the climate that we're living in right now going through an actual pandemic <laughs> i was like getting so uncomfortable just as soon as you have to enter there and you're seeing the like, fucking hospital oh, yeah so i had intense. my favorite notes to read mm. like of the doctors oh, just yeah. going through like mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's happening like Oh my God! No, it's telling us anything. Yeah, like, just exhausted. Leave. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, listen, you can't just we can't just quarantine this hospital. It's fucked. Like, there's yeah. articles that are like, yeah, yeah. it's good. It's, um, I, I just there's uh, there's just one I really liked where it was like a de- a dead guy, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and he was like, what the fuck? Like, they told us they're infected people here. They thought they were just gonna be dying, not people. Who, they like they ripped apart my unit. Yeah. Like I got bit a few times, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna take some more of these fuckers out before I go. Yeah, this that guy. Like, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh man, this is insane. Yeah, or like the there's one where you go in the room and it's like the patient and they're like they locked me in here, blah blah, blah. and the, you know the like handwriting is like getting more erratic. It's like right, right. Oh man. What did you think of like the um that big baddie? Yeah, that's what it's called or referred to in like the like the in-game menus of oh, like, yeah. characters and stuff. I think it's called the Rat King. Okay. Um, not really sure why, but uh, <laughs> honestly, honestly, it was the it was the best, most surprising moment in the game to me because yeah. I didn't think they were gonna go full survival horror on us. But that, like that felt yeah, like very that mm-hmm. felt like one of the best Resident Evil boss fights ever, and like <laughs> seriously, like it, it was awesome. It was so yeah. fucking like scary, visceral in your face, oh, and, terrifying. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like dark. Like, what? Yeah, I was like running around. I was like, ah, why? How? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, like, yeah I was like, how, how am I gonna fucking kill this? Like, yeah. how much is it gonna take? Oh my <laughs> god. That one comes off of it. Yeah. And is chasing you around independently <laughs> of the bigger thing. Uh-huh. It's like, fuck. <laughs> and I love how the game kind of like teaches you, like, not di- like indirectly, uh, like that these organisms that could become infected have like a life cycle. And like the longer they live or exist, you know, the more fucked up they get. Mm-hmm. You know, the cordyceps takes over more of their like 
you know, uh, like automotive functions and stuff. And mm -hmm. it, the, the spores grow on them. They become, you can see that like uh, an infected that like is, is not moving around becomes the next evolution. Right. And that becomes the boomer or not the boomer, the bloater. Yeah, bloater. Right. Yeah. Bloaters. And then this yeah. new game had a new enemy called the shambler. Yeah. Right. But they all seem like they're evolutions of the same thing. Like, of, like, mm -hmm. uh, a, uh, I want just to depends it. how long they've been infected for or the circumstances they're under like the, mm -hmm. the thing i think yeah like the rat king right was in the in the cellar of a hospital for 40 years is that how long it's been or like 20 yeah years? like yeah something like that yeah, yeah. almost like 30 so, so if it's like a fungal organism like that's just reproducing on top it, it, like, yeah fucking that's why it was so cool to me because i'm like oh man in this universe this makes sense like this isn't mm -hmm. jumping a shark like really this is like, like ground zero yeah. yeah yeah dude i dug it it's insane um right. but yeah as far as like i did want to talk about like um the realism and sort of sort of how it perfectly to me like balanced being very realistic in a lot of aspects, but knowing when it's like, when it is a game, when it's almost like a Nathan Drake-esque like adventure game slash, mm -hmm. you know, building up your weapons, which is like so cool to see, but it's not like it's gonna take like fucking 20 minutes. Like he just like does it off screen and then it like yeah. comes back. Um, mm -hmm. Or even like, um, you know, picking up objects that like you're gonna craft with. It's like, she just like puts it behind her it's, in her backpack i don't fucking care to see her like put her bag down and like put it in like it's not oh, over realistic in that point of like you know red dead 2 but <laughs> at the same time it's yeah. <laughs> it's hella realistic in so many other ways you know graphically and just like yeah it, i think like, knows when to be a game yeah, yeah i'll put a clip um here for that i saved of like um abby fighting one of those like jacked uh seraphites mm. and it's just like one of the most amazing things i've ever seen like you know i went to hit him he blocked it he grabbed abby right threw abby over a table i was able to like dodge his one hit take out a shotgun and shoot him in the head and i was like what the fuck this is amazing yeah 7.5 like yeah this is like <laughs> This is one of the craziest things that I've ever seen in a game. Like no other game would have all this animation built into it. You know, it would be so clunky, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. it wouldn't be like a smooth, like fluid, like this feels and looks like a choreographed yeah. fight scene from, you yeah. know, a movie. Yep. Yeah. It's real time in the game happening. Yep. It know? definitely like affected how I played too. Like, you know, I would be very stealthy at the beginning. <laughs> and then once I was like, all right, I have a ton of like ammo and stuff. I'm like yeah. pretty solid. I would be like, I got to make this shit cinematic because that's what the <laughs> yes, game yeah. like wants me to do. Totally. So I'm going to like, you know, run around and then shoot and like throw things. Oh man. So mm. fun. Yeah. Dude, I had like uh, eight shotgun shells at one point. <laughs> I saw I saw like a pack of like eight people like coming down at me down like one of the streets and one of the yeah. later Ellie levels and I'm like I could go around these people but <laughs> it's really cool to blow someone away with a shotgun in this game <laughs> so I just cleaned house yeah, <laughs> I, did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I so thought fun. I like the aiming in the sense that it's good but it's not too easy like if you get mm. panicked you can definitely miss a shot yeah. you should make totally, totally. which i did a bunch of times mm -hmm. you know like oh fuck too much is happening i missed a shot and then like 
the scarcity of ammo when you just completely biff a shot. Oh, yeah. You're just like, fuck. Like, yeah. I might not be able to beat this now because I need, like, three bullets, you yeah. know? What, like, yeah. Wow. The thing that's, like, really cool is, like, I don't know, if, like, if it's this is, like, conveyed in other games, but maybe it's just because of how, like, visceral The Last of Us 2 is. But, like, if you can, if you, you can stay calm and, like, aim and shoot, mm. Like, you'll, your character will have really good aim. But if you're erratic, you know, and, like, you're moving around constantly, mm. it, it really waves. Yeah. And, like, I feel like that was the game's way of saying, like, you know, you got to stay calm if you want to, like, take the most of the advantage of the situation. Mm-hmm. How uh, hard that is or can be as it goes on. I, mm. I, I, really, I really, really enjoyed the game. Until Santa Barbara, I think. Okay. Was, I want to hear this. Did, yeah. I didn't like hate it, but I didn't find it necessary. So yeah, I wanted it to keep going. I was like, uh, also in my head, I didn't, I didn't really know what to expect. I sure, you know, logically, it makes sense that Ellie just wants to f- finish this and kill Abby. But in my head, I'm like, okay, this is like redemption, and you know, knowing where Abby is, Ellie can just like save her, and it's like a happy ending. Yeah, that's obviously so, so, not the case. And you spared me, I saved you. Yeah we can go our separate ways right and And never think of each other again right but then it leads to that fight at the end which i will say is hands down the most brutal moment in gaming that i've ever had to you know control like the way that's just like these two fucking characters who are completely exhausted you as a gamer are exhausted Mm -hmm. because you've been playing this dark world for 30 plus Mm -hmm. hours and for me at least it lasted so long like i just couldn't like get it done quickly enough and it's just like this oh, this, this no, i think it's supposed to last long because i like feel like i did a really good job dodging all of abby's punches mm. but it still was like a five minute ordeal yeah <laughs> the to sound get to the drowning thing yeah like. it was honest yeah and then then the cutscene is it just goes even further but just the fighting was just actually the most disturbing like thing i've had to do in a game it's just so like sickening <laughs> did you guys know that's what ellie's motivation was to spare her though i thought she was going there to kill her no she was and, and she did her sparing end. but it was i was hoping that it was going to turn into a redemption when she saw what the mm-hmm. rattlers were like that she's just yeah, gonna same at no, the last I... second decide to just let her go with lev yeah i, I really into it wrong Sorry, go tomorrow. Here's what I thought was going to happen. Um, because, you know, you get to, you know, you're past, you know, you save them. And then there's like the two boats and like the main menu during the whole game. It's just like this one boat alone, like floating there. And in my head, I was like, okay, so that's like, this is where the game ends. Like you get on a boat with these two people. You've kind of like realized, Ellie realizes like, this is just a cruel world. And I've like saved you and. I don't know. In my head, I was like making it a much more happy ending where they all get on one boat, escape, sure. and then you'd be have like this like lone boat that like Ellie just decided not to split up with them. But you know, the it's just such a, it's a, it's such a dark, conflicting ending. But it's like, yeah, it's just so effective. Yeah, I, just, I was thinking like she was gonna kill it, and then she was gonna see the shape that abby was in and all like the fucked up shit that group did mm-hmm. and she was just gonna be like 
this is all just too much just like get in the boat and go. yeah it was like that that was yeah. enough like that yeah basically was my vengeance mm-hmm. yeah i guess i like it i like the way you guys have talked about this sequence because it it makes me look at it in a different light um you know ellie wanted ellie was going for revenge right mm-hmm. so abby goes on a you know revenge tale ends up costing all of the people that she thought she cared about you know mm-hmm. after you know in retribution for the killing of joel uh, ellie goes after abby and her consequences she loses her like fingers mm-hmm. to or to can't play guitar yeah. can't play guitar so now she has no connection to joel at all mm-hmm. and she loses that connection to the you know person that she cared about like i I liked that a lot, it, but it was just like, fuck. <laughs> like, it's just like, this is no nah. good. No when, good. Yeah, when it, when it ended yeah. and then it, like, she didn't kill her, right? Yeah. She let her go, which is what I wanted, but I didn't yeah. want, like, her to lose her fingers and all that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no. And we get I didn't know it was two fingers either. I was like, just her pinky. Yeah. Okay, she could still yeah. kind of play guitar. Right now, two no, fingers, yeah. motherfucker. Right she gets she gets just, back to the uh, the house and yeah. Dina and um, Joe, Joe, Joe JJ, JJ. Yeah, yeah, which I assume is for Joel and Jesse. Um, mm-hmm. They're gone, and then you know, like try to play guitar and you can't, and then it like ends. I was just like, Whew, that was bleak. That was so bleak. Yeah, like, what the fuck? It, it was like a, it was like a final <laughs> hammering of the theme down. I think just mm-hmm. kind of like. I mean, I, I got the theme. I know. I understood like, Neil Druckmann. to it, I guess, if you're writing the story, right? Like, if that's what you want to tell, like. I did think it, it, he had a little trouble ending it, too. Where yeah. it just, it, like, fake ended, like, four times. Yeah, that and was. It, it, mm-hmm. And it didn't end. Is like, Abby lets Ellie live. breaking the cycle of violence, mm-hmm. right? And then you get to see another scene of Ellie on the farm you know, taking advantage of her being spared and living life and progressing. Mm-hmm. But then she goes back. Like it didn't, it could have ended there. They didn't add and anything that's... to the ending. Yeah. You know, it just like, it gave Ellie the chance to just repeat, uh, Abby's ending herself. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if this is necessary to do. But see, like now that you say it like that, that's, I guess that's why I like it. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't like it because I felt like, like I, I was thinking, like okay, essentially these characters are in the same spot that they were at the end of Seattle. Mm-hmm. Like, but they weren't. I guess they're really not. They weren't, and they're like, I I just feel like you could have gotten what you were trying to get out of this from like an extra twenty minutes in Seattle versus like an extra two and a half hours in Santa Barbara. I I liked the gameplay of Santa Barbara, you know, but it, mm-hmm. as you just said it it is kind of just like hammering it in again like they probably i think there's it's a different it's a different sort of conclusion because you know earlier abby just abby just leaves her and she's like i just just don't i don't want to see you again and that's like Mm -hmm. you know that's abby's conclusion it's Mm -hmm. not um it's not ellie's ellie's it could have been like at the farm if she didn't you know essentially have ptsd and like mm-hmm. you know but like yeah, yeah. ellie really didn't have a conclusion if you if you really think about it that was that was 
that was Abby's conclusion and Ellie needed her own. And, you know, it kind of, you, you needed that moment of like, Joel let her live and she's thrown in, and she's basically, you know, this, this cruel fucking world. And ultimately though, he's the one who also like has her keep her humanity and keep her like, she doesn't kill Abby, you know, she, she mm. ends up sparing her or at least she, she can't do it because she still has a bit of like humanity in her. Mm. And I, I personally definitely needed an ending like that for, for Ellie at least rather than mm. just like ending on the farm. And it's like happy ending on a beautiful farm. I do think, you know, I would have been happier if like Dina didn't fucking leave her. <laughs> beautiful yeah. goddamn farm but like you know that would have been a little bit more happy but like also i could never live in a farm during this apocalypse like <laughs> like oh my god i can't sleep yeah like, <laughs> fair, fair enough That's i just went through all the concept art i was like yeah i can't just like go to bed right now <laughs> like, yeah it's like jackson elisa's walls and stuff and guards yeah. like maybe oh, you can yeah sleep oh yeah then, that, but, yeah even earlier in the game when Ellie has her headphones in listening to music, I'm like, no, no, I would never <laughs> have my headphones in in this world. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get caught slipping by some, you know, clicker, <laughs> some yeah. shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. anyways, that, well, was just that was a really good uh, case to more. I agree, I guess now. I think like it, I guess it was more important than I was giving it credit for. Um, I, I guess I like Brian says, like the game, it was like the Lord of the Rings. It just keeps ending. You know what I mean? It just keeps, just, mm -hmm. you know, but like, I kind of see what you mean. And yeah, like, it's you definitely. Needed, you needed another arc there for it to be full circle. Right. You're right. It's yeah. definitely fatiguing though, for sure. And then you kind of get into like territory of like, okay, there's a whole new gang. You know, as soon as you see the, the logo when you're, at, when you're Abby in Santa Barbara and you're like, oh, there's a whole nother faction here. Mm -hmm. Am I really gonna have to feel like empathetic yeah. for a whole another group of people? That's when for me it was like Luckily, a little bit no. fatiguing. <laughs> then yeah, then yeah. they make it obvious that these people are like cruel and disgusting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they like they kind of had to because like otherwise it would just been like oh man, Not too much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty much guilt free just killing these yep. people. Yeah, like, I was whatever, like, <laughs> yeah, like I freed the the prisoners, right? But I'm like, who are they gonna go kill? I literally killed. I cleaned it up, man. Like, yeah, mm. it must have been something else. But hey, did you catch at the end? Um, the loading screen after you beat the game is um, Abby's boat on the island that she was going to, to where the other fireflies were. Oh, is that Can't where it wait. was? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Oh. That's what people said online. Anyways, that she's uh, on the Catalina Islands. I'm cool. I don't need any more of this universe for like another seven years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, you know what I, mean? like, I assumed, I just... you know, that that they made it, and like, mm. I just hope they had a happy ending. I didn't. Yeah, I just assumed that uh, that loading screen was the same place because you have like that yeah. round building in the background, which looked right, like the yeah. place where they kept the prisoners. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought it was sure, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool though. But, uh, but, uh, yeah. What's that? Well, I guess uh, either of you guys going to go through on New Game Plus and just go and I, uh, have more fun, you know, with all your dope weapons that you have by the end of the game and run through the early levels? Or I don't know if I'll do New Game Plus, but mm -hmm. I do see myself playing through this again at some point, mm -hmm. maybe on a, the hard difficulty setting. Um, mm -hmm. I would want to go back just to find all the collectibles. Yeah, and for that, I would yeah. do a cleanup playthrough like that where, mm -hmm. like, 
you know, I'm sure there's some subtext that I missed, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to be super so thorough, good. but like same, but then I looked through the fucking thing. It's like, oh, I guess I missed 20 letters in the section. I like, Oh, can you check yeah. somewhere? Yeah. Oh, they make it really good for like achievement and like trophy. Uh, okay. uh, it has, there's like nine sequences of gameplay where it's like Seattle day one, day two, mm, right. farm one, farm two, uh, and Santa Barbara and stuff. Tells you. And then okay. each one has like a, you know a list of all the collectibles okay. i'm so ga- i'm so glad that games are doing that now like like uh gears 5 did the same thing so i was like able to actually like 100 percent it but yeah yeah i don't know go back and like stream it you know just like dicking around while sure. trying to well yeah so that's games. like like i don't know if yeah. i'll play it again soon just because it's it's you know no it's a lot it's yeah. very heavy but yeah. Yeah. what i am hoping happens is like the actors like because you know troy baker played like the first game he's the guy who plays joel he played the first game in like a series of like 11 hour long episodes on YouTube and he had all of the cast and eventually like an episode oh, with like Neil Druckmann. It's, it's that's really great. worth watching. And that, that was the sort of case where I was like, I hadn't, I hadn't played The Last of Us in a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm down to take this adventure again, especially with like mm-hmm. new backstory things. And Troy Baker's just like such a that's joy. Really cool. um, yeah. Yeah, He's I definitely like, recommend that. It's on retro replay. Neil's like, yeah, I'll come, but I mean, I'm just going to kill your character off <laughs> now <laughs> so you don't make me do this again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's funny. But yeah. All right. Let's, uh, Last of Us 1 or 2, which one's better? I don't know what one's better. I know which one I prefer. Okay. I what? prefer Last of Us 1 because yeah. it's a tighter story. You prefer yeah. 1 to No, one? I... Uh, I, yeah. I prefer 2, personally. I... See, one is like so near and dear to my heart, and this one I just like literally beat this weekend, so it's like fresh, and I always feel weird like judging things right so yeah, close yeah, to like when I finished it. But I don't know this this game has so many special moments that are I think totally on par with one. Like you know the draft petting scene is like totally equal to like you know all of the the, the stuff in the um, aquarium and yeah the zebra and it's like a lot of things like that where. It, it really lives up to the first one in a way that's like seemed impossible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You're two. Yeah. I got a. Uh, you so you're two. Um, you I say? can't decide. <laughs> can't decide. No, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. I I also think uh, I said this to Brian. I think like there was a lot of upfront hate for this game online, mm. but I think like it's gonna be like Halo Two. Hmm. When, like, people first started playing as the Arbiter, they were, like, pissed. Really? But then, like, in hindsight, people think it's a great campaign. But yeah. in the moment, it was, like, very unpopular when people were like, I'm not playing as Chief. Mm-hmm. I think that there's mm-hmm. going to be, like, a retrospective mm-hmm. uh, renaissance for this game. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are going to see it for what it is and not what they wanted it to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, you know... I would have been so disappointed if this game was just you play as joel for most of the time it's like more of his like redemption arc slash reckoning i would have been extremely disappointed i think i would have probably lied to myself and said i liked it like you know the hobbit i did for many years but i would have had fun no doubt yeah but i think this was just so unique and and really pushed like video gaming as a medium uh farther than like a lot of games do do you think mm. this will be game of the year? Uh, 
I mean, what else is there? Yeah, uh, Death uh, Stranding was last year, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, year? Cyberpunk. Oh, I guess we'll have to see, man. Uh, Half Life Alex is the best game I've played this year. Half Life Alex, yeah. This has been a great year, and yeah, I don't know for video games. <laughs> I think this will probably win <laughs> like this will probably win like best screenplay and writing and stuff like that. Yeah, like, given yeah, you know, no doubt because I think cyberpunk most video games don't have the best writing yeah yeah video games are amazing and fun but yeah yeah. but i I, I will say like the witcher 3 is the best game i've ever played still Mm. so like Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna like i'm I'm just i'm not even thinking about cyberpunk i'm like if it's gonna Mm. be as good as the witcher 3 Mm -hmm. hell yeah but like it could i mean it could this this is the best year for games i think that like Mm. you just said that I'm that really we've had excited since 2008. For Cyberpunk. Yeah. Bioshock. Right, um, right. Fallout Call of Duty Modern Warfare. 3, Call like of Duty Modern Warfare. Completely reinvented Call of Duty. Yeah, we're really lucky this year. I feel like, you know, like these, the games have been worked on for like the last five years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going to even like come out the next year or the year after, but it's like these, are, these games are massive and they're just mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah bigger yeah. yeah getting bigger and bigger and more realistic yeah yeah i mean it's a very good game for me i know you guys loved it so if people somehow have listened to this and haven't played it which would be a, a choice to be sure mm-hmm. a weird one but a choice uh go pick it up it's definitely worth 60 bucks yeah, it's, um, it's yeah. definitely not a 7.5 that's really good <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> it's just like, brian it's you gotta I'm give sorry. it at least an eight like, come on, like, that's, that's what, they, if it's not an eight, people don't think it's even a good game. So like, like, you, I, I, I'll say it's an eight. Sure. But like, Does I don't believe you. You said it, I know you said it was a seven five, so I don't care. Like, <laughs> I, I can only like say how I felt about it. Go you play know Madden, I mean? you fucking cut. better radio. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, it's not like I say Madden's a 10 out of 10. I, it doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter. I'm You're garbage for You're playing Madden. What do, you give, what do you give The Last of Us 1 on a scale of 10? Um, a 9. And I just played The Last of Us like two months ago. Yeah. Like, sure. I, I don't think I have rose-colored glasses for it, you know? Yeah, it only took you seven years to play it. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't think it's nostalgia. Like I don't think I built <laughs> The Last of Us Two up in my head to this point of like. Maybe you're just late to the party. Because I, I think that can be like, definitely. No, it was a great game. It was at least a nine. I think it can out. definitely be um, an issue for some people who like built up The Last of Us Part One so far in their head that nothing The Last of Us Part Two could have ever done could live up to what the you know built up. Yeah. So I don't. I hope that's not me i don't think it is because like i said i just played it like a little while ago and the last of us part one i was like hooked like it's one of the few times where a game really gets this clause into me and like yeah, when i'm not playing it i'm just thinking about like i want to go home and i want to play this you know more yeah that's something i, I think... felt about this one though yeah time. well that's how you know yeah. like you you like it you know when a game can really yeah sink its claws into you and and hook you in that way Mm -hmm. you know i think personally i never held the last of us in the the same regard as like some people do like Mm -hmm. what's a masterpiece i thought bioshock infinite came out the same year i liked that game at the time more um i was a lot younger then though so like Mm -hmm. maybe i mean 
Yeah, I played Bioshock know. Infinite when it came out, and it was a similar feeling where I was like, I love this game. Yeah, yeah. I like beat that game in like 1999 mode, never using like a vending machine. I didn't do that for like the last. That's insane. Uh, <laughs> That's fucking But like, nuts. just showing how much like how much at the time I really really dug that mm-hmm. game. Uh, I thought Last of Us One was like a, a nine, but like it it didn't do anything that I hadn't seen before until the very end. Mm-hmm. And then it, or it did. makes you the bad guy. <laughs> and then yeah, and then it did, and I thought that was super awesome. Mm. But I had played like a very similar game to The Last of Us in The Walking Dead by Telltale, like mm. you know, narratively speaking, that I kind of compared it to. And I think The Walking Dead season one has a better story than either of these games, uh, in my opinion. Um, it's just so rounded, and it's just like it's super good for sure. It yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's minimalist. Like, I to me. Over- say a bad word about the walking Dead yeah that's saying like like yeah. i but to me like the thing with the with the last of us one that really like changed the, the the game for me was like how you're interacting with ellie not in any cutscenes, but like just walking around the world talking to her she's like you know in the first part of the game she's like literally walking behind you and then like you know you your friendship or your relationship with her like grows and like you physically you notice these things with like the ai i just thought that was like yeah. so brilliant and this this mm-hmm. game does a similar thing too with like lev and stuff like that but mm-hmm. um yeah that and, and and just the environment for me it just like totally hit the right spots back in like whatever 2013 or whatever year it came mm-hmm. out and i played it and just the color scheme and uh yeah like I, said. I guess like at the end of the day don't be one of those people who didn't play it and just like says it's sjw trash like just yeah uh, for play sure the game yeah, and like form your own opinion on it because yeah. so dumb yeah i was reading comments and i'm like wow mental illness has never been like what is this a fucking fox news video like, <laughs> it's, it's literally this is a news video i you know it's yeah. just crazy i text this to brian like early on i was like this like it really gives gives gamers a bad name like it oh, just yeah. portrays like mm-hmm. the most it's fucking so toxic people who are not yeah. willing to like play as a female character or like a lesbian it's just like sucks too because ellie is awesome and playing yeah. as abby's awesome yeah. what i i just i don't know and i think I want to maybe do a video about this for the channel of like comparing the leaks to what was actually the game. Because <laughs> there were some fucking crazy leaks that were just not yeah. really? like I the game. I thought the leaks were like spot on. No, well, they were saying like. I didn't read them. They were saying like Abby was also transgender, like male to female. Right. I think just because oh, they Jesus saw Christ. Abby's character model and assumed. Yeah, like, yo, I, Abby's I, built like Ronda Rousey, sure, but like, there's also like a gym. But it's it's also it like, has to do with her, her character and yeah. her like her mentality of like building up this fucking like physique yeah, she, to like get through this world and like four years. You know, she went yeah. four years and all she wanted was to kill this Joel guy. You know what I mean? She's yeah, exactly. fucking working out, getting she had a goal. But I also do think, like, if the leaks didn't happen, not only would people like the the, the, the it's like pretty subtle about the whole transgender, like you yeah, know. Just oh wrong. yeah, it's it's one They're throwaway line that I yeah. bet the people that you see complaining about these are so fucking stupid that they wouldn't have picked up on that. Right. They probably would wouldn't that, have. Yeah. And it's like that's that's a bummer because like it's not fucking in your face. Lily a few times. Yeah, right. like PCs. You're like, and then there's a little conversation about that. Yeah, but it, yeah. it's subtle enough to where like you. Know, 
I'm saying like a dumb person probably isn't picking it up. And like these people are dumb for thinking that. So yeah. like, and I, 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 I just agree well, yeah, with everything you guys are saying. There was like a, a dumb, <laughs> when there was a rumor that the WLF was like anti-gay and that's the whole reason why they were like chasing Ellie, which is like literally wow. the most bullshit thing ever is like, why the <laughs> fuck would these writers make that? It would just be so fucking offensive. Yeah. Um, maybe it was wishful thinking on their their part of fucking dumbasses. Yeah, I watched some people like take uh, apart like some of the like after I beat the game, I watched them like react to like uh, the leaks and stuff. Mm -hmm. And these people just are like so fucking dramatic for the fucking camera because they know it'll get views. It's like yo, if I have a contrarian opinion about something, Mm. I'll. It's like I, I think like there's this guy, uh, Angry Joe, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I'll call him out. I'll. Uh, <laughs> it won't I, be the worst call I'll, out he's received I'll, this week. I'll, uh, <laughs> he was like, I watched. It was so fucking pathetic. Yeah. Like it was a grown man be like, I don't even want to fucking play the game anymore. And I'm like, all right, bro. You that fucking. Dope. Yeah. Well, no. It's <laughs> yeah. Like, the don't. How dare you? Like there's there's so many shitty games that are so much shittier. Like if you. Mm-hmm. We're just talking gameplay and animations. Yeah. If we're just talking gameplay and animations. How many hours uh, wasted the fucking like time and lives? Like yeah. for games that are much lesser in, I think every regard, but yeah, on a on undisputedly most. But for this episode, is there anything else anyone wants to bring up? Make sure that you mention before we get on out of here. I honestly think we uh, probably forgot a ton of stuff. Yeah, definitely. But. I think we did a pretty good job overall, hopefully. I don't know. Yeah, I want to say People that too. I just, <laughs> just want to say we did a good job. That's all yeah, I want I to say. So, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was a good talk. This is that meme of like giving metal to himself. <laughs> yeah. like, have you ever seen that when they photoshopped Barack Obama's face on the yeah. picture of giving yeah. a medal? That's us right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, totally. wow, we really nailed we that. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Totally. 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 <laughs> Like a dog to a landmine. <laughs> yeah. That you have to play catch with later. And feel bad. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. So, yeah, Last of Us 2, check it out. Uh, we definitely give it our seal of approval. Um, if you liked this, maybe subscribe to the channel. I know we haven't uploaded before this in like three weeks, but that, uh, that will change, I promise. We'll be much more consistent. And if you enjoyed listening to this on iTunes, maybe uh, give Better Radio a subscribe uh, subscription we don't usually talk about video games uh, we usually interview creators and comedians in you know our area or i guess wherever we can find them online mm. but uh you know maybe every now and then maybe we'll throw a little bit more gaming into it there's actually a back-to-back gaming yes, episodes yeah. weirdly enough but uh yeah thank you guys so much for watching make sure you subscribe to the channel uh you can check us out Normally on Wicked Good Podcasts by searching that. This channel, of course, is youtube.com slash Wicked Good Everything. You can follow us on Twitter at WG Everything on Instagram at Wicked Everything on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Wicked Good Everything and search us on TikTok, Wicked Good Everything. Don't do that. Liam, where can they find you online? Uh, I'm on TikTok. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I have, I'm on Twitter uh, at Real Liam Marr. Mm. Um, it's probably where you want to find me, I guess. I don't know if you want to find me. And some more, 
you deleted your Twitter, so I can't I can't <laughs> plug you. But do you want to plug yeah. anything oh, else? No, I just want people to, to subscribe to our wicked Please good everything channel. YouTube channel. Yes. Sure. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the fake. Oh my goodness! Try it. You can find me on Twitter at the fake Bmar. That's B M A R R. You know, I tweet mostly about uh, TV shows and and the dolphins and how sad I am about them being bad usually. And uh, you know, then I'm just tons of links about wiki good everything stuff. And I tweet jokes. And Liam tweets jokes, and Tamar doesn't tweet anymore. I tweet nothing. Say, Fuck Twitter. Fuck mm. okay. yeah. All right, we'll see you guys in the next one. Good night.